Hello there. So glad you could come along. I put a spell on you. Grid is live. Initiate light cycle battle. Welcome, foolish mortals. For a safe trip, remain seated, keeping your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the cabin. Be sure to watch your children, and no smoking, please. Welcome to the Pirates and Princesses podcast. We're a different kind of Disney podcast. We do it our way. We talk about Disney parks, Disney movies, TV, video games. Anything Disney. I'm your host, Tom Pratt. And I'm your other host, Cambria Pratt. Hey guys, welcome back to Pirates and Princesses. It's been a very, very long time. Yep. We are still here. We are. Uh, This is going to be, I guess, version 2.0 of the Pirates and Princesses podcast. Well, yeah, it's been, what, almost three years since we've done it? Almost three years. Almost three years. Uh, Right now, we do still have piratesandprincesses.net. We've still been there. We've been doing this for a while. Um, We're going to explain where we've been. Yeah, we'll explain uh, who we are, where we've been, for those of you joining us for the very first time for version 2.0 of uh, PMP. We started the original podcast back in, I think, 2015. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. And then we started the PiratesandPrincesses.net website. And uh, Well, there were some stop-offs in among that. There, well, the Pirates and Princesses website actually predated. There was another, there was another stop-off there. So We're going to tell you what happened. Let's tell you what happened. So... Anyway, uh, yeah, we took a slight detour. We wound up as uh, Disney influencers for a couple of years. Yeah, the podcast led to us getting a travel sponsor, which uh, we're not going to make that mistake again, by the way. Um, And and we're going to give you our mission statement here in a little bit. But uh, it led to us getting a a travel sponsor who we partnered with on a website. And he decided to walk off basically with website, push us out. Um, but while we were there, we had, uh, you know, media access. We got to, you know, wine and dine with Disney people and we were living the dream. Living right, the, right. Living the dream. But, you know, when you tell them things like, hey, you know what? Maybe Toy Story Land needs more shade. They get mad. I don't think I'd want to have media access again because um, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So... We did have media access. We we uh, got to go to the events and whatever. Then we had to fight the former partner for the name. Okay, of the yeah. Podcast. So 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 after they stole everything and kicked us out of it and then locked us out and said that it was theirs. Okay, fine, whatever. Um, we were gonna let it go. You know, hey, we we're doing parts and princesses. It's all good. Um, I happened by happenstance accident found out that the partner went and trademarked or tried to trademark our Pirates and Princesses name that they had absolutely no ownership claim to. And they tried to do that. And luckily I found out about it a week before it would have gone through. Yeah. A week before I found out that they were trying to trademark our name that they had no rights to. Yeah. So uh, that led to a three-year legal battle. And like what, $15,000? About $15,000 in legal fees just to make sure that we were able to keep the name of our podcast uh, the name of our website, and um, you know, we learned a lot. We learned a lot from that because again, you know, again, we got to do what a lot of uh, you know Disney podcasters and Disney uh, uh, bloggers want to do, which is get that media access. And uh, we found out it's it's frankly not worth it, um, especially for what you have to give up, which is your 
individuality or opinions. You're not allowed to have honest opinions about, uh, you know, But you can't, but they'll ha- they won't like it. They won't like it. You might not get invited to the next uh, cupcake party. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we learned. So uh, going forward with Pirates and Princesses, I guess, you know, 2.0 uh, from here on out, um, we are going to still give you, you know, objective Disney news. Uh, we're going to talk about things going on in the theme parks, both Disney and Universal, maybe some other theme parks, too. No, everything Disney, like we always do, you know. We've right. been doing the covers, other things. Um, and we keep it real here. You know, we're not the people that you go to the parks and you see that they're sitting on the sidewalk and, or in, the, in the street in front of the castle with their arms up. Look at me. Or show up to, like, the opening of Galaxy's Edge in a pink tutu. Or they block a whole doorway off so they can take a photo shoot about themselves and go on how real they are. No, we actually are real. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we do go to the parks. We spend our money to go to the parks. Uh, we have writers working for us now on piratesandprincesses.net. Um, you know, we actually hire them to go to the park sometimes and, and cover things we can't cover because we're in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. but we do go down to Florida fairly right. often. Right, we're annual pass holders for both Universal and Flor- or Disney World. Can't talk today. So, um, yeah, so we're going to talk about what we're going to talk We're going to talk about actually Disney stuff now. Yeah, we're going to talk about Disney stuff. So that's, that's where we were at for those of you who were wondering uh, why we had a, a three-year dry spell. <laughs> we were fighting some battles. Uh, coming back with a vengeance, new focus, which is we're going to give you the straight dope. Um, hey, but the plus side, the plus side is there was an upside to this whole thing, which was we were able to do things uh, because we got cut free of the the, the partner site. Um, we were able to build up our own stuff. We did so and we're in a much better place now. So silver lining was we we came out victorious in the end in many ways. We did. We did. Um, so, yeah. So thank you uh, so much for uh, pushing us out of that website because uh, we wound up in a much, much better mm-hmm. uh, financial position. And again, we can afford to go to Disney on our own terms mm-hmm. and we can be honest about it, uh, you know, being pass holders, being shareholders, and being people who have spent a ridiculous amount of money on these theme parks over the last decade or two, uh, just while we're together. And then- I was there all the time before. Right, right. So that is that. So Pirates and Princesses to-, to, to uh, Tell you right up front, if you haven't gathered already, uh, we're not a Pixie Duster podcast. If you're looking for that, there are literally thousands of them. If um, you're more like, you know, hey, we just want the honest truth. And sometimes it's Pixie Dust and good, and sometimes it's not so good. And you want to hear what's really going on, then we're the place for you. Yeah. So if you're looking for objective uh, takes on things, objective reviews, you know, uh, from a consumer's point of view. Yeah, we go um, from a consumer point of view. We're not travel agents. We're not going to work with travel agents. We're not going to try to sell you on something and lie to you to get you to book a trip. Nope. Nope. Because that doesn't help anyone. So we will tell you what we think. Yeah. uh, Oh, yeah. We'll definitely tell you what we think. uh, And that's what we've uh, what we started out doing and what we are returning to. And um, yeah. So let's uh, I guess let's go. Let's see what's going on today. What do you want to talk talk about first? Um, Well, let's talk about Bob Iger coming back first. And then we'll (laughs) go into we'll go into that. We have some trailers that came out today we're going to talk about. And Strange World did not do very well. We're going to talk about that. Oh, they also did another Oswald Lucky Rabbit short. First time in almost 95 years. So we'll talk about those things today. Um, But we'll start out with, uh, obviously, everybody is familiar with the fact that Bob Chapek is out and Bob Iger is back. Yeah, so um, thoughts on that. Uh, Personally, I I think that there's um, some shenanigans going on with the bookkeeping. Yeah, Um, which we already kind of, you know, 
figured when there was like a whistleblower out there saying right, that there was some right. financial juggling going on when they got gone. Uh, a lot of people holding out hope that Disney is going to be repaired because, I mean, that's another reason, you know, we said before that, uh, you know, we've been objective and there are so many people out there that are, you know, pixie dusters that have been like, oh, everything's great. And we were like, no, things are declining. And we now everybody else is like. took so much crap so many times because we pointed out things that there are problems now that people, everybody and their brothers saying are problems. We pointed out they were problems before. It was popular to do so and got mocked, got, you know, they one place sent their people over to harass us. I mean, yeah, we've no, had it's... some issues because how dare we? But be now, negative, negativity and honesty are not the same thing. But now, uh, because it's trendy. Now it's trendy to dunk on Disney. Even a lot of influencers, a lot of people that have been in the uh, the Disney blogosphere, the Disney podcast uh, sphere for a while, are coming out and saying a lot of the same things that we were saying before that we got blasted for. And uh, I, I, I love that. I love that. You know, <laughs> it's. I, I mean, I don't love taking the backlash at the time, but I love that we've been vindicated. Well, one thing, one thing that we kept saying, um, it, we, we actually do a YouTube channel and other stuff that's not related to Pirates and Princesses, but we talk about Disney. And um, we've mentioned many times that when Bob Chapek came in and um, Iger was gone, a lot of things happened that Bob Chapek got blamed for. Now, I want, I want to make clear that I do not think Bob Chapek did a good job. I do not think so. I think he made some really big mistakes. That being said, not everything he's getting in trouble for was his fault. Genie Plus, that was Bob Iger. Um, the park's in decline. It was in decline before um, Iger left because he overspent on Fox. Um, we talked about this several times. The way the companies got more political was under Iger. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Disney yeah. Plus, you know, and, and some of the projections, that was Iger. It was Iger. So he's coming back uh, to fix the problems that he helped create. A lot of Disney fans are ecstatic they think that this is gonna change things they think that maybe the you know price hikes won't be as extreme it's like no 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 but there's talk it's... that they might walk some of that back they might walk some of the, the expenses back a little bit i don't know that yet and there's also talk that they're going to dump more money into the parks which they really really need to because it was clear from chapek his focus was disney plus and he let everything else kind of go yeah i mean it was bad before but he let it all go. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, and here's the thing. They've got stiff competition from Universal. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, if you've seen videos out there of Super Nintendo World, it's really impressive. There's a, If you go to piratesandprincesses.net, there's actually a leaked um, asset image from the app in uh, Universal Studios Hollywood mm. that shows the layout of what theirs is going to be, and it opens next spring. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's they've got some stiff competition, which is always good for consumers. I mean, the, the thing is, is that, you know, Universal was always a distant second to Disney, and now Universal is a, a first stop for a lot of people, you know, especially with Harry Potter and with, uh, you know, the new Jurassic you know, World coaster and yeah. all stuff. So people are going to Universal first. In fact, I took the kids for the first time ever. I think we went down to Florida in October and just went to Universal. Mm -hmm. That's it. We yeah, we always Disney. go to Disney and you didn't. Yeah, we didn't go to Disney. Um, all, so. And I would even tell people, like, from a consumer standpoint, if you want to save money on a trip, the hotels at Universal are, um, the value resorts are much nicer than the Disney value resorts. I would say the Good Neighbor Hotels over in Disney Springs might be a better way yeah. for you to go, as opposed to staying, you know, in some of the more expensive, and some of them are quite frankly overpriced resorts in the park. Um, something to consider if you want to save some money, because everybody needs to save money anymore with prices going through the roof. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. So, anything else you want to say about Iger? I uh, mean, we'll see where I, it goes. I, I, yeah, I don't even know what to say at this point.
people are expecting you know Bob Iger to come in and just you know magically fix everything, and and I I don't I don't think that's going to happen. I think mm-hmm. it's I think you know there are rumors about Apple possibly buying Disney. I don't know about that, but I think there is a lot of uh, financial damage that needs to be repaired before they can move forward. What's interesting to me though was the stock went up when they announced him, but it's gone back down. Well, because he said he's going to keep the the hiring freeze. For yeah, executives. and I want to make that clear. Yeah, people were like, oh, they're hiring in the parks. There's a hiring freeze. What the heck? It's like, no, no. When they were saying hiring freeze, they were not talking about, like, we need help in the parks because they're already understaffed. They were talking about, like, you know, more office type positions. Yeah. Not yeah. the park positions. Um, um, anyway. So I, I don't expect there to be immediate changes. Uh, I think right now they're Disney's just kind of in a holding pattern because they want to see where the economy goes. And we're seeing that they made some huge blunders. I was shocked. Absolutely shocked that they went forward with the Galactic Star Cruiser and they had a chance to kill it during the pandemic. And there were other things they should have spent the money on that would have made more sense. Even the uh, hotel that was supposed to go in River Country was yeah. would have made a lot more sense than the Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, we talk about that one a lot on our other uh, YouTube channels. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the the difference here the difference here is that. Um, uh, you know, I think that the cast member morale is up from what they said I heard. it was. They said that as soon as he came back, the morale went through, you know, up considerably. Yeah. And they said so that's that, good that, um, you know, the thing about that is, is you could feel it the last couple of times we've been to the parks. The cast members just don't care. Not like well, they used to. A Not, lot of people I, have been complaining about, you that. know, and I don't. I don't blame them necessarily because we saw how poorly they were treated during the pandemic. Well, they aren't paid well. Like they're right now, there's the cast members protesting low wages and stuff. And uh, we're not going to get into that here. It's over on PiratesAndPrincesses.net. But they were they were doing protests and stuff because, I guess, that the, they were trying to work with Disney on a deal. It wasn't going very well. Disney's trying to make some concessions, but I guess they're not very good. Um, now the Iger's here, that might be, they'll get somewhere further because it was under JPEG that they were, you know, protesting against. So um, hopefully, you know, they can work something out because they aren't exactly paid well. And, you know, it's kind of crap. Okay, so what are what are we going to talk about next? Um, well, let's talk about the trailers that came out because that's you know breaking more breaking. News. Yeah, right before we sat down to record, we had two major trailers drop. Uh, one for Indiana Jones Five, the something something. The Dial the, of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny. Um, yeah, and then we also had the trailer for Guardians of the Galaxy Three. One of the trailers was more exciting than the other one. Mm-hmm. I'll let you guess which one. Well, the Indiana Jones, we finally got a title. The Dial of Destiny, which is funny because for a while it's been rumored it was going to deal with time travel. Then recently heard that they had done footage of de-aging Harrison Ford. Um, in the trailer, you can see that. Yeah. So uh, that one's coming out next summer? I think uh, summer. June 30th. Yeah, so yeah, almost, of, yeah. almost summer then. Um, so that's next year. And it, it was okay. It was... It was okay. I'm not excited for. I, I I've heard spoilers, and if the spoilers are true, I am absolutely not excited for this movie. I mean, I, it's funny because I was talking to our son before we were recording. And I said, you know, about there being four Indiana Jones movies. He's like, there's four. I said, he's like, I thought there were only three. I'm like, no, we don't talk about the fourth one. <laughs> yeah, the kingdom. Um, was it the Crystal Skull? The, the, yeah, yeah. I've seen it once. I don't care to ever see it again. And yeah, I've never seen it again either. I, I have no desire to see this one either. Again, some of the rumors going around about it involves uh, spoiler, spoiler, time travel, which seems to have been said that, yeah. confirmed. Well, I Oops, got, I didn't spoil spoiler that whatever. one. Whatever. Um, because people they get on us for everything. I mean, whatever. Um, but yeah, in in since that has been confirmed via the de aging and stuff, I'm like, oh, that means the rest of it's probably true too, and I'm I'm out. Well, I'm, no... I took, my problem with it is, I'm very upset because well, we grew up with it. 
you know, we grew up with the movies when we were kids. And for some, for some reason, I don't know why Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford always reminded me of my dad. I don't know. I think it's more a Star Wars, Helen Solo type thing. But yeah. he always reminded me of my dad. And it's really hard to watch this because you know it's the last one he's doing. I mean, not that you already figured he was going to do more before. But there's like a finale, like a fin finality to it. You know what I mean? Yep. It makes you sad. Like. The it, fourth it, it, one. It scares me. I know, I know. The fourth one was supposed to be the last I one. I know, you know, but I'm just like, with this one, because he's, he's up there even more, it just it just seems more real, and it just makes me sad. So yeah. I want to see it, but I'm also like, I don't know if I, my heart can take it kind of thing. I, I think Indiana Jones is very much a product of its time. It was the right place, right time. George Lucas, St Steven Spielberg, Harrison Ford, all in their prime doing this thing and um they they couldn't replicate it with the fourth one and i don't think the fifth one with without steven spielberg and and uh, george, lucas. george lucas being involved is yeah i'm concerned because it's like the it's, they've had many 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 delays on this film yeah there's been a lot of issues um and i'm, in, I'm gonna be honest here lucasfilm isn't exactly batting a thousand lately i mean willow's out and i haven't seen it yet but i'm not hearing very good things no. i said a lot of people are saying it sounds like cw writers wrote it um the Star Wars franchise, well, y'all see where that's been going. Yep. So I'm a little concerned. So that was that one. Now, the other one was Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yeah, that one I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic about. Uh, now, we did it's watch... It's supposed to be sad, though. Yeah, we watched the holiday special, which I think you're going to have to have... Uh, here's another, like, you have to know what's He said that. He said Disney he, uses, Plus, he yeah. uses a Trojan horse to introduce stuff in the movie. Yeah, so you have to go watch a holiday special first to kind of understand what's going on going into the third movie. But I'm cautiously optimistic about it. I, I think it'll... Gunn's going to go out, I think, on a high note because now he's going to, to run the DC, DC, which he's teased already, you know, that he's going to make Superman front and center and, and all that. And, uh, you know, I the two things I like from DC the most so far have been his stuff. I like the Suicide Squad, not the first one, but the James Gunn one. And I like Peacemaker. So, you know, I'm thinking he might actually be a good fit for DC. It's interesting. I was reading that, um, well, now that Gar this is the last Guardians film they're doing, yeah. the girl that plays Mantis is, I think they said she might be going over to the DCEU with him. So I don't know what's going on with that yet. That's a rumor. It would be interesting if he took, like, all the Guardians. I don't think he'll take all of them. But I know the guy who played, you know, Drax has been kind of wanting to, to wrap oh, Dave it Batista. up. Yeah, yeah he's, he's made, because he pretty much goes wherever James Gunn goes, you know, I think in some cases. But yeah, because they were all sticking up for James yeah. Gunn when Disney fired him. Um, and they're pretty tight knit, and I, you know, wouldn't surprise me because I mean that's one thing about the trailer for Guardians Three is it feels very final. Like, yeah, we're debating. We think they're gonna try. They're gonna kill Rocket. I think they're gonna kill Rocket. Now, here's the thing. I, I saw some people doing theories about it, and I'm a comic book nerd, so you know, bear with me here. But, but um, Adam Warlock is being introduced in this movie, and we very teased him prior. Right. We have spoiler. It's in the freaking trailer, and people are like, "Who's Adam Warlock?" Well, so they really butched the Infinity Gauntlet storyline in Infinity War, and there was no time travel, any of that crap. That didn't happen. Nebula got the gauntlet, and, uh, you know, she she was the big bad, basically. Um, Thanos, the reason he was snapping half of the population of the galaxy wasn't because he wanted, uh, you know, more resources for everybody. It's basically he wanted to get with Lady Death. Mm -hmm. uh, he wanted to date Death, court Death. So he's like, hey, look what I can do. I can kill half the population. Does that impress you? Let's mm -hmm. go out, you know? And um, But Adam Warlock is the one who actually stopped the Infinity Gauntlet thing. And uh, they set up the Infinity Watch after that, which was Adam Warlock and Drax and Gamora and Pip. And um, they all had 
watch over one Infinity Stone. Well, we already have a lot of the Infinity Watch and Guardians, mm -hmm. you know. So I was like, well, they're setting this up. And they up. introduced Pip and the Eternals. Yeah, said, they did. So. I haven't watched Eternals, and I'm not gonna. I have no desire to watch it. But they, they did set those characters up. The thing is, the Adam Stone is the Soul Stone. So, you know, and he's the leader of the Infinity Watch, but he had the ability to, you know, because the Soul Stone in the Marvel Universe, you can basically bring people back. They get but, stored in the Soul Stone. But they don't have the stones anymore. Well, there's a whole drawer full of them in Loki. They That's just, true, they did. They can just go get some more. <laughs> That's and they can, true. You know, so, uh, you know, That's true. So I'm kind of wondering if they're not going to, like, phase out the Guardians of the Galaxy, but take a couple of them and move them over to the Infinity Watch, you know, I don't know. I mean, that's just a theory. I, I have no idea what's going to happen. But I mean, if they kill Rocket off, they can always bring him back. They can bring anybody back. They can bring anybody back with. Back. They can bring anybody back with the right contract. That's right. Yeah, you know, they can bring Tony Stark back with the right right amount of money. If he'd come back. If he'd come back. So, but that one actually looks pretty good. Our son, he's like, I haven't liked much Marvel stuff lately because I really want to see this one. You know, this one looks pretty good. He's like, I hope they don't ruin it, but it looks pretty good. And, um, you know, we, we'll say if something looks good, we'll say so. We, lately, I, I have to agree, I haven't seen a lot of Marvel stuff that I've been like, oh, I got to see. We haven't gone to see a Marvel movie since, what, Doctor Strange is the last one. And that was that. meh. I, you know, hey, I, we, we talked well, about. I'm at the Maldives of Madness. I better clarify. Yeah, one. we. The second one. Yeah, the second one. I, look, um, and this is, this is another conversation for another day, but our. Uh, my opinion of, of Marvel and Star Wars is not great at this point. I think Disney's mis mismanaged both of them massively. I think it's too much for people. It's too much, and it's too much mediocre. I, yeah, I agree. I think Marvel as of late. I mean, before I think it was just too much. Where Star Wars has just been mediocre for a while. Um, now Marvel's crossing into the mediocrity you know, area. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather see them do one or two really good must-see movies a year. and But you know, they can't well, make money that way. They want to... You know, Something else Iger has been alluding to is is um, you know qu quality over quantity. Where Chapek, when flat out asked about Disney Plus, oh like a year or so ago, um, he was like uh, quantity over quality basically is in a nicer way of saying it. People asked about yeah, and here's the thing they're they're finding out, and part of the reason that they think he that uh, Bob Chapek got gone was they think he was actually taking money from other areas of the the Disney company, pushing it toward uh, streaming content. And then fudging the numbers in the books to make it look like they weren't spending as much, or like airing it like on Freeform right. or you know ABC or Disney Plus or Disney Channel or something first before going to Disney Plus and saying, "Oh, it was for that service." So you see how quickly Universal can put stuff together. Yeah, why does it take Disney so dang long to do anything? Is it because the money's not there? Maybe, but it's been like that for years, though. Like, when they had the Fantasyland expansion, they weren't doing a whole lot of stuff. And where, you know, they could put Harry Potter together like nothing over at Universal. It took them a, a ridiculous amount of time to yeah. do the Fantasyland expansion. And they didn't even have the Seven Dwarfs coaster up up until, like, later. I mean, Universal, you think about all the attractions that they've either refurbished or, you know. I mean, they're building a whole dang third gate. Well, I guess it'd be fourth. It's because they're considered fourth gate because they're called Volcano Bay. I don't consider Volcano, but it's a water park. They're they're extra. But four cells bigger than three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so. But they're building another major, massive. Theme and it's going to be a big. It's a Disney crusher. They're potentially going to have Epic Universe up and running before Disney gets done with Epcot. Oh well, yeah, because it's like how long is it going to take them to finish about? this? Yeah, what the what is that about? Like seriously, and I, I've heard before people said that uh, you know contractors don't like working with Disney. Um, I know, you know Disney's gotten in lawsuits multiple times about not paying. 
yeah. stuff. Yeah. And I, I I know that I've covered it before. So so there's that. Uh, I want to mention a couple other things. Uh, right now, they have a new short out with Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Okay. I like so that it's coming up on Disney's 100th anniversary Walt Disney Company next year. And ahead of that... They did. They did a short. They did the hand drawn animated short, and it looks it looks um, like it's done the time period. Mm-hmm. They they matched it. It looks really good. It's been almost ninety five years since they've done anything Oswald. So like they started doing these Oswald cartoons in like nineteen twenty seven for Universal, mm-hmm. and then they did like twenty six of them, and then by nineteen twenty eight because of a contract dispute. Universal took it away, and this was Disney and you know Ub Iwerks, which you never hear about. No, Ub did most of the work. He did. Sorry, he did. But, you know, the good news is because they got they lost Oswald, that's how they got Mickey Mouse. Yeah. But um, I guess in 2006, um, Iger did get a deal with uh, Universal to get Oswald back. So now ahead of the 100th anniversary, because it was like their main first character, they are they did the short. And it's really mm. cute. And I'm happy to see hand-drawn animation again. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. Because that, that's one thing that... Um, concern me lately with Disney is they were going all in on 3D and, you know, and Chapek was making comments to the effect that he didn't think animation was that important. I know. I was like, dude, stop talking. You know, like, shut up. The company literally was started by an adult creating cartoons for everybody and Chapek's like, yeah, adults don't watch cartoons. I'm like, Like, heck, they don't. But yeah, so meanwhile they're saying that out of one side of their face, and then they're they're trying to get as much anime on Hulu and and Disney Plus as they can, um, for the older audiences. But they did this uh, Oswald thing. I thought it was cool because they said they had the two D animation department, so they must have people in there. And then yeah. they talked about their interns, and I know they were doing a program. Remember, they were looking for people that wanted to come and work with them on oh, 2D. Yeah, 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 and I'm yeah. thinking that might be who these are. They had done a, a thing where they you could sign up, and if you got picked, you got to go train with the, the hand-drawn mm. artists. And this, those might be the people. I'm not sure about that, but I have to wonder because the way it was worded, they were like, you know, they're interning there. That makes me think that's what it was. Yeah, I think I think they're going to do more with that. I mean, Disney's really got to – I mean, when it comes to animation, they really have to get their mojo back. I mean, they're getting their butt kicked. Which by, brings us into Strange World. Yeah, I mean, Netflix is eating their lunch. We've got John Lasseter over at Skydance doing stuff with Apple now. Um, and it's basically all the greats, all the Disney greats have left. It's kind of like the the – Don Bluth era all over again. So if the rumor about Apple buying Disney is true, does that mean he gets to be put in charge again? Oh, that would be interesting. Wouldn't that be? That'd be very interesting. But yeah, so they did Strange World. And Strange World has not done well. Let's be honest here. It is not performing anywhere near. Okay, before that Treasure Planet was considered the lowest performing film for animation. And this one, when adjusted for inflation, did worse. Yeah, so um, that's that's Walt Disney Animation Studios. Now they had you know people pointing out you know uh, Mars Needs Moms or uh, which was a Zemeckis thing released through Disney, but wasn't actually a yeah, Disney it wasn't a Disney thing thing. But that was a that was a huge failure too. But yeah, it it, did it was ver- also depressing as hell. It was depressing. Perfect. Yeah, I, I I didn't like it. <laughs> it was so. But I, I I'm afraid we're going you know, back into another uh, dark because Disney Animation it's it's always a pendulum. You get like. You know, eight or ten years of amazing movies, and then they start to fall off, and then they fall into this like abyss, and then they have a renaissance. This has happened two or three times. Well, I think now. what happens is the creativity goes away. I think they yes. have like, here's the way the sto- we're going to use the Pixar way of storytelling, and every movie has to be this way. They get worse and worse with this formulaic type layout they set up and then they get boring and they get predictable, and then the creativity's gone. And then, I mean, I'm just going to say it. Then they're they're 
A lot of people are upset because they're pushing certain things into these films. Now, I'm all for diversity and inclusion. I think there's a way to do it properly, and there's a way to do it where you just like look like you're slapping them over the side, you know, upside the head with it, yeah. and then you just turn people off. Even if it was a good movie, which I'm hearing this wasn't even without that, um, people will be turned off to it because they feel like they're being preached at. And it seems like that's what they're trying to go more and more into, but they're not being creative. And any creativity they had, they're just rebooting everything into live action movies for Disney Plus or the, or the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's just, I mean, again, they've had a massive brain drain over the last couple of years. A lot of people leaving Disney, going to Netflix. Where they're allowed um, to be creative. Yeah. I mean, you had, you know, Glenn Keane left and he was doing movies for Netflix and uh, the director, I forget his name off the top of my head, but the guy who did Tarzan, who did Klaus, which was one of the most amazing animated movies of the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking to myself watching Klaus, I'm like, this could have, should have been a Disney movie. Mm -hmm. I agree, it should have been. But Disney is no longer the, the gold standard no. in animation, which is sad. Then you have people like Chapek saying animation is not something they're focused on, which clearly comes across. Yes. Um, and I think The Strange World had a really good premise, and it had a could potential to be amazing. It looked kind of pretty. But from what I'm hearing, and I haven't seen it, I don't really want to see it because everything I'm seeing and hearing and watching the reviews come in, it does not look like it's for me. Nah, it just looks boring. It looks like a Tumblr cartoon. They said they get too convoluted and weighted yeah. down in their own story that it just it's boring. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I mean, there's nothing from Disney in terms of animation that excites me. I mean, I'm not excited at anything. Visions um, was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, most of the stuff I'm looking at, you know, now I, I'm kind of looking at Skydance now. Uh, luck wasn't the best thing ever, but... You know, I, I think they'll get better, and I think a lot of people are going to jump over to there. And Netflix has really been doing well with animation. Like, Netflix has been killing it. Yeah. And um, So Disney has its work cut out for them yeah. if they want to take that crown back. They have a lot of work to do because um, they're falling behind. The Lightyear did terrible. This yeah. is doing worse. Um, they have a lot of work to do all the way around. I mean, mm -hmm. in the theme parks, they have to – I mean, that's, that's kind of where I'd like to, you know, go with this whole thing is, like, Disney – their brand is damaged. I mean, massively on so many levels mm -hmm. right now. And people kept saying, it's not true. You guys just being negative. It's like, no, they've, they've lost customer goodwill. Doesn't help when you call your annual pass holders undesirable. Undesirables. Uh, you know, it just, it doesn't help. They, they've treated like they've, they've kind of like, you know, they clearly don't, they clearly don't care about their fans. No, you're just a pay pig. Yeah. And they've, they've said pretty much as much. I mean, you, you know, you watch these, uh, the fiscal earnings calls, you'll listen to them and you hear the way that they talk about the consumers and you're just you're just ARPU. You're just a number to them. Christy McCarthy joking about, you know, uh, how how their guests need to eat less because they're too fat. Somebody should wear a shirt to Disney Parks that, that says, hi, I'm ARPU. ARPU. Yeah, because that's all Chapek cared about is money. At the end of the day, it was just, you know, and that's that's fine. But, I mean, it got to a place where I, I just kind of really liked seeing it. I mean, it's sad that we got there, but I like seeing people that used to vehemently disagree with us about the state of Disney finally coming around and being like, yeah, okay, the company is not what it could be, not what it should be, and I just had the blinders on. Tell me how you really feel. Yeah, but they never, they never apologized. No, they're not going to. You know, they dunked on us for years, but they never apologized. They're not going to. I'm going to talk about one more thing, and it's about Universal. And then we're going to wrap this up because we're running long. Um, so Universal uh, has announced they're going to do escape rooms. Now, they have been talking for a while they were going to do escape rooms. 
But we finally got some information. It's kind of neat because it kind of reminds me of um, the Great Movie Ride. But they're calling it uh, the Great uh, Movie Escape. But isn't it very? You're looking at the logo. It's very similar to the Great Movie Ride. Yeah. So it's it's uh, looking at the picture here because you guys are listening. You're not looking. Uh, Back to the Future and Jurassic World. Yeah. So they're going to have two different options. You're going to be able to take um, on this Jurassic World Escape. And it says, guests are new geneticists at a secret lab on the Isla Nublar, where they are undergoing training that includes the completion of various day-to-day tasks that range from feeding ferocious dinosaurs to splicing dinosaur DNA to create new genetic codes. Until they learn an apex predator has broken free, and now they must work together to avoid becoming its prey. That's one. Well, I, I'm more excited about Back to the Future because to see Back to the Future come back to Universal. Well, apparently they got Christopher Lloyd back for it, too. Okay, that's awesome. Um, that's back awesome. to the Future at a time. Guests are transported to a museum in 1993 where they learn Back to the Future's antagonist Biff is up to his antics and has stolen Doc Brown's newest time travel device to sabotage the space-time continuum. Guests must work together to uncover Doc Brown's clues as they travel through time to track down Biff and save the past and future before they run out of time. And the prices for this is going to be um, the, the tickets are on sale now. The prices are starting at like fifty bucks a person. Now you get to pick which one you want to go to, and you're allowed up to six people in your group. But you have to understand you might get paired up with other people you don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather have a. Well, they have a private one, but yeah. the private ones are three hundred dollars. They start at three hundred dollars per group plus tax, but you can have up to eight people. So, like, if you want a birthday party or something and you only have a small group of people, that would be something to consider. Yeah, so where are these at? It's CityWalk. We weren't really getting dates, but I believe December 9th, I want to say. Okay. Is Let me go back up here. December 9th, I think, is the day that they're opening them. Yeah, you can buy tickets now, but it opened on December 9th. Okay, I kind of want to go to that. <laughs> yeah, I knew you would. So, this sounds like something you would want to do. I, I actually uh, am, am very sad that Back to the Future is not in Universal. Now, The Simpsons is not that great, and Disney will probably take it back at some point. Probably, and, now they can. Yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I really think that Back to the Future needs to be in the park in some capacity, so it's cool to see them do that. I mean, I'd like to see them maybe do a new attraction, Back to the Future. That'd something. be cool, but, you know, I'm not going to hold my breath. Yeah, I don't think so. We got DeLorean there, though. Is it still there? Yeah, it's still there. Okay, I didn't. It's I didn't like even off look. to the side, but uh, you know, it was big changes coming because they're they're shutting down the um, kitty zone, kids yeah. zone, and everything, and uh, keeping ET though. So I'm happy about that. Yeah, you know, you're worried about that. I was very worried about ET. So anyway, we're gonna wrap this. I up. I think we're gonna wrap this up. So yeah, if you guys uh, haven't subscribed, subscribe to the podcast. Go to piratesandprincesses.net, um, and we're gonna build back better. Build back, build back better. better. All right. Bye. Bye.